The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. As we were talking about before, I'm really in a space of uncertainty right now and not knowing mm. what things are coming, what things are unfolding. And at the same time, seeing how I'm receiving so many different opportunities and different pathways that are starting to present themselves. It's teaching me a lot about this non-attachment process of like, wow, I get to receive all these opportunities and at the same time, don't have to become attached to like one has to happen. Mm-hmm. I get to just stay connected to like what my desires are and what, what I really want to experience in my life and know that know that something else has got it kind of figured out as to what path I get to take and I get to play with them all. So I get to carry on creating in my business. I get to carry on meeting people that are interested in working with me and I get to carry on with Mm. my life. Like I don't have to put my life on pause just because I'm uncertain, right? I still get to create. Mm. I still get to take action. I still get to do things that feel good and let go of the things that don't. Absolutely. It's like in, in uncertainty, it's the most important thing to do is to carry on. Completely. Right? Not to stop, Cause, yeah. Because you can stop and you can be like, oh, I don't know which – because of the fears, like what if I go in the wrong direction? Is that what it is? Does that come up for you at all? No, I never have this. I used to have this because when I was like growing up, it was always like oh, I have to do the right thing, right? It's like I have to do the right thing. And now I'm like, well, there is no right thing because the path always takes me to exactly where I need to be. So I don't see myself trying to analyze the thing. I just see it's like I get to play with them all and the one that feels the most the most mm. expansive for me will be the one that kind of naturally unfolds. And I think that's a testament to the work that I've done on myself through this through this whole journey of like, you know, I get to, I get to experience my desires. And at the same time, I don't always know like how that's going to look. Like I never imagined in a million years that this would be where I was in my life right now. Like Mm. I wouldn't have been able to see that. Um, and deep down, I know that I was always following like this desire, like where I live right now in Ibiza is like, it represents freedom to me, like much freedom and so much freedom. And this kind of this home feeling this really like deep connected feeling and I was following that and for a while I thought that meant moving to Canada with my partner at the time and then we were going to go back to Australia and I thought that was what it was that was going to allow me to experience this feeling and then COVID Mm -hmm. happened and that that all blew up in my face and then I was like well life this is my desires and then it showed me a different pathway and I followed that and so I think it's it's more a place of balancing surrender with this I get to play and I get to take action within all of these different possibilities right Um, Mm. and just decide on what you actually want underneath those things and that can be the driving force that kind of takes you on that that journey yeah absolutely this is something that I've been tapping into a lot lately is just scratching my mosquito bite (laughs) is it a big one big one it got me Um, and one of the big things I've been tapping into a lot more uh, is like the big vision and cause, and I learned this from, um, like I've been doing something recently with Melanie Ann, Leia, like Alpha Femme, and she was going deeper into this and it sort of like brings all the, 
everything together and it makes so much more sense. It's it's talking about she she talks a lot about like how easy it is for one simple thought for us to derail us. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, we get one circumstance and it derails us away from our path or it's like we see that, you know, there's a negative there's a negative experience happening and that we give it all this meaning and then it just like blows up our ship that is sailing towards our vision. <laughs> yeah, his spiral, that's another one. And and what she talks about and what's really powerful is like staying with the bigger context. And but in this sense is like we sort of talk about it as like a big vision. And because when you're in the energy of your big vision and when you tapped into it, you know that you're playing the long game and you know that whatever's happening in your experience now is building towards whatever you need to get to your bigger vision and ultimate, then that's ultimate surrender, ultimate faith. And for me and myself, it's like helped me really harness a different energy in current circumstances that unfold and it's like a byproduct is like a deeper level of surrender and trust and so it's been really cool putting that into practice and i think it'd be really amazing for you even and like for anyone listening is like we, we often don't do this is get tapped into what it is it that what is it that we actually really want to do and when i ask this question to people whether it's friends or actual clients is like where what, what do you want to do for your life like what's your ideal way of living what's your ideal lifestyle what's the vision that you have for your life a lot of people don't know and um i find that i find that super interesting and I've seen it a lot and I also didn't know for a long time as well because I think you've got to also understand yourself to a certain extent before you actually can understand. Like Danielle says, you don't know what you want because you don't know who you are. So like getting to know who you are and the, the makeup of you, like how do you know? What, like some people just naturally know what they love from an early age but a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And so we need to really tap into those parts of us that are also just pulling us in a direction like what do we love or what's conditioning us in a different direction or what's pulling us in this direction but it's actually conditioning and if we can get all rid of all that nonsense and tap into the big vision then everything begins to make sense now mm. where do you and feel so, that you're at with that like right now like i'm in that now like that's like really potent you're, like in, I, your, you're in your big vision or are you still kind of yeah, seeing no. what is the right way for you no, nah, in the big vision. So I, I'm very lucky. I've and I think this is really important because I'm very lucky and I get I guess I'm just validating my, my reality when I say that. But I have Danielle, um, my partner, who is on the same trajectory as me, on the same path as me. We have the same vision, we have the same values, but we also are both doing the work and we help others do the work, right? The inner work. So when I need guidance, she's there always. And when Mm. she needs guidance, I'm there always. And there's nothing more valuable on this journey than having someone in your corner available to you. And I think that's why it works when people work with coaches like you and I. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't have to be a partner. Like it can be a really like trusted mentor. And I find like, again, it's got to be someone that is, is not also willing to listen and hold the space, but also willing to like let you know the things that you can't see within yourself that you're kind of mm-hmm. maybe avoiding or not wanting to see. I think mm-hmm. that's really important as well. Yeah, fucking oath. And, um, you know, she's been, when I have moments, like, so I think it's really important to like check back in with yourself and like 
go back. So we have every now and then we like, I wouldn't say it's scheduled, but it's like we will do like a day where we, we tap back into our energy and tap back into like what's where we're going, redirect ourselves. And we always do like check-ins. So, um, or we want to like, she needs some guidance on her business and needs just to bounce some things off. So like we help each other reflect on things and reflect back things to each other. And, and, and it's like really powerful. We do a big thing of it. We like sit down, make a cacao, have a, you know, um, do some cards with it as well and put some music on. And, and <laughs> yeah. So we do, a, we do it in a, in a cool way. And that takes the I, heaviness that can't come up, I think. Yeah. And I don't know if all of it's, from a heavy space either because it's more like okay i'm a bit frustrated because we've you know we've got this quote we, we sort of say this thing like frustration breeds inspiration when we know now because it's happened heaps of times whenever we're frustrated we know that we're going to we're at the perfect spot because that frustration not that we have to look to be frustrated but it's like if we if frustration comes up we know that it's going to breed some sort of inspiration and change mm. and that it's going to show us a new way and so we get excited by that when it comes up but it's a sort of the same thing so we might come down in a space where we're frustrated and we and we get into it or we might come from a space like hey i'm feeling a little blocked I just need some other third-party views and just like because we know each other really well as well. Like I think about one of my clients I've worked with for twelve months. I know her and I know when mm-hmm. she's coming up and I and I know I'm like I know the history. So it's like it's really powerful when you actually have someone in your corner that knows you. And so where I'm at with this all this now is I've like we spend some time and like okay because it's life's really fucking beautiful and I like in the sense of it's always giving you the answers. I don't think we have enough time to sit with it and process it. I value um, wellness. I value inner work. I value like um, being the best human possible. So I spend a lot of time in my life reflecting on who I am, how I'm showing up and how I want to show up and also what I want. So I'm doing this work like consistently because I value it a lot more and obviously because I need to embody what I'm doing. But I'm like – I'm, I'm blown away by life because I when I do these moments of reflection, I get these like I just see all the synchronicities, the signs and the symbols and I'm processing it. So it's almost like I've built up this bag of signs and synchronicities and I just need someone to help me put all the pieces together in the carpet. Like we get on the floor, we like tip the bag out and we put all the signs and symbols together because I feel like we're all being guided in that way. And not everyone gets the chance to really understand that. And so this we'll in this sense – or or choose to see it absolutely and so we did that and we just like processed it all and put it all down and i was like holy fuck i feel that new vision coming through because in when you tuned into it like it's really important to tune into yourself to be like okay what am i feeling on a daily basis then you build up this level of awareness that is really easy to tap into like a muscle right and so I'm feeling these things consistently come up. Like same thing with you. You're like, hmm, okay, I'm feeling really, really good, but I don't know where I'm in a very uncertain phase. It's like, well, I'm feeling like I'm at a crossroads and I'm ready to go through to the next level. Like something's calling me to shift something. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we looked into that and tapped into it. I was like, whoa, okay, here's the next thing. And it's like get really like for me, it's like my big vision is – it's so amazing to sort of see it unfold as it has over the last 12 months. Like I work really well with people like one-on-one. I'm not Mm. good in group, but for years I conditioned myself, not for years, 
tried maybe six the last like 12 months i thought i had to be good at groups i thought Mm -hmm. i had to do group stuff i had to like you know have events and do group stuff events and stuff and like work with people in a group but that wasn't where i'm really really good at so for me i'm like i just love sitting there with one one person one-on-one and we just go there and we get to where we need to get to energetically emotionally mentally whatever so for me my big vision is to work with like more higher level people at a higher level like artists creators entrepreneurs like real high level people and like one-on-one and we and i'm just known for that and that's like really lights my soul up so i really tapped into that and i tapped into and then so i started to collect all the details of what that life would look like and how it looked and what it feels like and it really inspires me and i'm like yeah that's me i see and i'm working with these type of people and and i've got my ideal people that i want to work with and all this sort of stuff but i and so i tapped into that and i'm feeling super inspired and i'm in the energy of it and now it just makes all these little things that aren't necessarily happening or these issues that are going on in in our day-to-day life that just goes away because i know i'm going here i don't need to worry about what's happening here because it's on the way so it's more about like really connecting with that and staying like focused on it and then not allowing any little things to derail you in this moment almost like again kind of that detachment from the circumstance itself like and at the same time allowing yourself to be be present with it like mm-hmm. you are here, you are now, Hell yeah. and at the same time, you know where you're going. So I think the knowing where you're going is like takes the charge out of the circumstance. Yeah, yeah, and that's like it's just like a tool. This is just like a tool for that. It's like a tool to take the charge out of the circumstance, because the circumstances. It's crazy how um, many of us are so fucking impacted by the littlest things. Yeah. You, you know what's crazy? Like I come I back myself yeah. sometimes, and I'm like, "What? How did you even like spiral over that thing?" <laughs> yeah, like I used to be in my early days. I would, mm. I would compare. I would see someone doing really well, and I'd compare myself heavily to them. Or I would get like one sort of negative comment, and I would feel like, "Oh my god!" Or someone would say something, and it would just be like, "Oh my god, I'm this, I'm that," and it's all this meaning mm. and stuff, and. It's so crazy because I've, you know, been focused on this path probably for, what, three years now, like on the coaching path. And I've just been really reflecting, and I'm sure you do this too, Emma, on how far you've come. Yeah. I I like to, like, as well, when, when you see how far you've come, it's also like looking at, the shifts that you've had internally and then how that has actually really created a lot of the things that have come into your life, like how far you've come not only within but also how that shift within is like really just paved absolute, like I've had miracles happen in my life where I've seen Mm -hmm. big internal shifts that I've experienced and it's like not just looking outside to see how far I've come but like inside, like the person I was even three months ago, I'm like, is that still the same person? Like, it's really mm, big. Mm, that's huge. I was talking about Anita Morjani the other night, and her book. We both read it, and one of the one of my friends, she's like met her and went on a cruise with her with some sort of hay house thing, and um, and we were just sort of talking about her journey again. And this is like, 
if anyone hasn't read that book, Dying to Be Me by Anita Mojani, please go and read it. If you're slightly in interested in anything sort of metaphysical, but it's all about her near-death experience and what she discovers. And I think it's really beautiful and fascinating to sort of illustrate human suffering and also, you know, divine love because all of us are struggling like with something, we all struggle with something. I struggle with something. Emma struggles with something. Everyone listening is struggling with something. Everyone not listening is struggling with something. And a lot of the times those struggles are created because we can't let go. Mm. And I would say most because we can't let go of the plan. And sort of the Anita Morjani's beautiful essence of her experience says, let go. It's all okay. She went through some suffering. It's like just let go and like that little feeling that you get in the chest when, you, when, when you're worried about something, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. It's like just observe it and let it go and know that we are here temporarily to experience a life that actually doesn't need us to be here. Now, don't say that in a morbid way, but it's like, you know, I think about this when, um, like Chernobyl, right? When that city was evacuated, all the trees and everything overtook the city and it grows through all the concrete and everything. It can put, there's like trees in the buildings. It's like nature will take care of itself with or without us. And we are also a part of that nature. And so we are also taking care of ourselves. So we have to understand that there's a, there's a, there is a higher power to all of this and that when we have our little fingers, which are connected to our projections of our inner world, which are mostly from our wounds, our past, our past circumstances, our pain, then these little fingers are like the lower self and it's coming in to try and create your reality from a power that you don't have. Mm. So when you let go of that and you let go of who you are, you get back to zero, you surrender to all this stuff, you take what you can control and what you can't control and you bring in what you can and throw away what you can't, then you start to magically like surrender naturally. And when you surrender naturally, it's where those miracles kick in. Emma, like, I fucking love it when you get them. Like in it's life, amazing, it doesn't have to be it? like, <laughs> it's so interesting. Even the small like, ones, right? Even the small ones where you're just like, like that was just a really nice <clears throat> thing to receive or see today. Yeah. And like some, like I've had some crazy ones where I ended up having, you know, I was going to have this huge hospital bill that was going to be like 20 grand. And was this the one turned, back in January we had? December, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, December, yeah. Yeah. It turns out like these, it was like a couple of days where it could have been different. And it was like this one little moment we had this conversation in the hospital with this lady and she mentioned this and she's like, oh, no, actually, hang on. And then it just went all this thing and was like 20 grand. I received 20 grand like that pretty much, even though mm -hmm. I didn't receive it. It was like the bill was gone. Mm -hmm. And those things and you're just sitting there. It's like brings tears to your eyes because you're like, whoa, that's fucking cool. And, and I, you know I that's know. something way beyond your own capabilities as someone who wanted, like you said earlier, to like get your finger in and try and try and mold and create and shift things. And it's like, but when you're like stepped back, that's when the real fucking power comes in and, and does that for you. Fuck, like the oh, craziest yeah. ways, the craziest ways. Well, that's like Anita Morjani, Emma. Like mm -hmm. how's it like her cancer being cured in like two days after she came back from the other side. 
it's so humbling isn't it like so humbling. like it what really the fuck is that I you don't even I mean? want to understand what it is anymore. I think I was on a long journey for a long time of like, what is yeah. this? I need to understand or I need to make sense of this. I don't want to fucking make sense of it anymore because being in this, like, just watching it is like, is enough, you know, just mm. seeing it happen, seeing it happen, not only in my life, but in my clients' lives, with my friends, with my family and little things as well. Like my dad's a big big fisherman he loves to fish his whole life and he goes to this lake every year and it's really really rare to catch anything there um like he probably catches one every three years or something um and you have mm. to really build up yourself as a fisherman before you're even allowed to fish there it's like quite an exclusive lake and um every season they start and they do a draw and you get like to draw a number out of a hat and if you're the first number you get to pick where you go on the lake and obviously there's places that they know the techniques of where where looks good and where these fish are going to be and blah 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 and my dad always ends up with you know a lower number so he doesn't get the place he wants to pick and and I was like and I talked to him before he went I was like just believe that, that it's possible for you to catch something and enjoy yourself like like just yes. go, no expectations and uh, uh, so he did and he, he picked the first number this time so he got to pick what what swim he went into and he caught 10 10 fish. <laughs> and this is like unheard of like at this lake like everyone's like what the fuck kind of thing and he caught 10 no. and this was his first first uh like the season i think is four or five months it was his first weekend for the season and he caught 10 and this is just absolutely unheard of and it really like just brought back for me i was like anything magical can just happen when you sit yeah. back you have no expectations you have your there's a certain extent of expectations right because you're not going to rock up somewhere with like no idea and no desire at all of course my dad had that desire to catch something and so you mm. do have that but it's no attachment to it like or like seeking it as the fulfillment of your time there like he was still going to really enjoy that fishing weekend even if he didn't catch anything right mm -hmm. um, and it really just showed me like things can just happen instantaneously when when you have faith when you have that deep faith and trust in yourself as well and and what he had as well with that was with me there saying you know I, I believe in you like I think this is possible for you to go I didn't obviously think 10 but I was like oh, having someone amazing. like what you were tapping into earlier about like your relationship with Danielle like having someone there just to to say those little things to you sometimes reflecting back yeah. to you and hold space for you to to see that like where you're going is possible what you want to experience yeah. is possible and when you're doubting yourself and you don't have those people around you or you don't necessarily have a reflection like that sometimes you know it can get a lot like connection is something we mm. all deeply want to experience mm -hmm. right this deep connection mm. not only with ourselves right with other people and i think it can get it can get a lot when you don't have that and if you don't have that, there's other ways that you can access that, right? You can look for a mentor. If that's not something that you're able to invest in, you can look for online communities or something. Just look at people who are doing this work, who are following this path, who are also having the life that you want to experience. And again, what you said earlier, Luca, it's like not about seeing this as competition of like, oh, they're further ahead of me. Like just see them mm. as confirmation, see them as support, see them as community. And I love that. 
yeah it's really really powerful reminder that things can awesome. literally just happen instantaneously and i mean this is a small thing but to my dad this is like you know mm -hmm. a huge manifestation a huge thing um yeah. and and this is but the same principle applies to whatever in your life like it's not yeah they can have an icon. hundred percent. It's like that's so good. That belief is possible. The believe that it's possible. Sometimes you just need someone that can believe in you a little bit more than you believe in you, and then they inspire you to like go to the next level. And you're, oh, you're right. Okay, cool. Let's go. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. And then you just go in there and be like, well, let's just why not just believe? Like, what's the worst case scenario? It Cast doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Like far out, man. That's that's a really cool story. And I think this sort of sums up like why. Okay, so I... there's so many things here, but like belief is a really big part of it. I think that when we look at like, oh, you create your reality, it's belief. It's like sometimes you don't actually know what you believe because it's so unconscious that it just shows up in your actions and it shows up in your your, your, your thoughts. It shows up in how you talk to yourself. It shows up in how you um, behave around others as well. And that that's ultimately how you can look for your beliefs if you just start to become more aware of what you're doing, how you're showing up. But Values as well with that one. Yeah. A lot of people really, like, this is a huge part. Like, talk mm. about, like, my um, in higher power that's starting soon. It's like I've got these six keys, right? These are the six keys to accessing your higher power. And the first key is ownership. Mm. And ownership we can't go anywhere unless we're fully pulling all our awareness and energy back here for our reality because a lot of the times we're here at that person, that circumstance, what didn't happen, what did happen, and all of this is their fault, their fault, their fault, that fault, that fault, that fault. Here's the reason why, but we need to pull it all back so we can be start to pull our energy back from our circumstances. And if when we when we start to do that, what also happens is we start to, we can start to see, and you see this common is like how people talk about their reality. When we talk, the way we talk about our reality creates our reality. And when we talk about it, we say things like, yeah, that never happens for me. Or man, people, people never notice me when I go out. I don't know what it is. And all of a sudden you see everyone not noticing you but you'll never see the people that notice you. Mm -hmm. You'll always see the people talking to other people next to you and being like, oh, he, she, obviously, they obviously get along. He obviously sees her. He, she sees him, not me though. And so we really got to, what you just did with your dad is like the exact thing that we need to do to, to shift our reality. When we want to shift our reality, go, okay, well, what do I want? Mm. I want this, I want miracles. I want a miracle to happen. Miracles happen to me. There's your new story. Because a lot of people say miracles don't happen to me. I don't, I've never seen mm -hmm. miracles. Oh, I don't get synchronicities. Well, you won't get synchronicities. You won't see it. You, know? you won't see it because you don't see play with them. You belief. don't see it. You don't see it. Yeah. You'll see through the lens of your belief. So just mm -hmm. start to play with it. If you're watching this, you're hearing this, play with a new belief. What is it? Well, money finds me in mysterious ways. <laughs> money finds me in mysterious ways and it friggin does it has with me many times <laughs> yeah, and like really you crazy. know or like something that you want just believe that it's possible for you and just to go okay well this is how i would say it in mm -hmm. a not so positive way put it in the positive 
put it in the supportive. It's so easy. It's so easy when you start to do this. And you'll notice, like, you'll have to do a little work. It becomes a default, for sure. Yeah, but for ages, it's, like, a bit of work. Yeah. Because you're like, (laughs) oh, it's not happening. And you'll be like, okay, so I've got to go back to the old world. And I think when you don't, one thing I would say as well to people listening, if you're, like, new to this path or new to this journey, it's like, and you don't necessarily have the evidence for it, like, look at, like, other people that are, are, like, myself and Luca speaking now like we're evidence of this path we're evidence of these things happening to us like allow that to be a permission slip that that is evidence for you that you can experience those things right because Mm. we wouldn't be talking about this if we hadn't walked this journey if we're still not walking it right so if you haven't got evidence in your own life or synchronicities don't happen to me because I haven't seen any well listen Mm. to us talk about synchronicities and then open yourself up to maybe I could even if you can't say fully Mm -hmm. yes I can yeah if you're still like doubting a little bit just say maybe just five percent more I could believe that I can see things happening for me or I can see synchronicities Mm -hmm. coming in to guide me and that little tiny shift that little bit of openness that you've now given yourself right kind of like what my dad did a little bit of openness to experience something new it will come it will show you it will show you permission it will show you confirmation Mm. of that um and the more you allow the more it happens Mm. there's a cool um saying with that in it's it's sort of illustrated in a really cool way in a book called the big leap by gay hendrix and he talks about like time being an illusion and he's like a lot of people say i've got no time i've got no time i've got no time and then literally people are now when you use his principle it's like no time is expanding for me i am the master of time and you use that and that's just like a positive affirmation that you use but it literally takes this strain off because it's like you've i've i noticed this right when i go to the gym and i'm doing these 30 i was doing these 30 second oh they're called some sort of bloody side lunge where you basically it's for your it's for your adductors and it's super hard and you got to like go on your side and you've got to put your foot up on the bench and you basically got to keep your hips oh i know what one you mean yeah i can't remember what it's called (laughs) it's it's kind of like bulgarian splits like bulgarian squats but like with your side lunge no no it's not it's like a side plank it's similar a side plank no weights and you're just basically like it's basically using your inner thigh. It's like really yeah. burning that part. And so I, you have to do it for 30 seconds, right? And so I tried this and I, and, I, and I tried this principle and I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there and I, it's like burn, especially by the second or the third set, you're like shaking. My body was shaking for a bit. And, <laughs> and so no way, it's just body weight. No way, it's just body weight. It's because you're, you got, yeah, you're holding mm. your body up with okay. just your foot and your elbow, right? So... Oh, it's like that. Fuck. Not even. Yeah. Like, I thought you were on so your like other you're leg. on, okay. you're on your elbow. Your other legs <laughs> up as well. So your oh other legs up underneath the bench, and your top oh, legs fuck. on the bench. And it's a side plank, so you've got to keep yeah. your other leg up as well, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I just go, okay, I'm gonna go into my breath, and I'm just gonna close my eyes, and I close my eyes, and I'm just breathing in and out through my nose, and I'm not gonna look at the clock. I'm not gonna look at the clock for a long time and I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait till I think it's the right time. And then I'll look at the clock to see if it's time's up. And I did it. And it was a second set. And I was like, are you kidding me? It was time. I was like, that went so quick. It felt like I just did like, I was there for 10 seconds and it was like, it was, it went so quick. I shit you not. The, The set I did before 
I kept looking at the clock and I kept kept looking at the clock and I was like, oh my God, this is never going to end. It was like going forever. I do this and spin all the time. Like just (laughs) close my eyes and don't look at it. And it's the same thing. It just flies by. (laughs) And so that's it. It's time dilation based off like where our awareness is. And so Mm. what we've got to realize is that um, we literally in this sense, like, because time is just a construct of our reality here. It's like we look at it in a linear way, but on higher frequencies, higher dimensions, it's just, it's all now, right? And so time is just a reference point for us to live and exist mm-hmm. and for us to move from here to there or, you know, get from A to B. It's, that's just a reference point of how things go from A to B. And so I feel like we, and I use this in my day-to-day, is like we can really master this because when things are really happy and fun, time goes fucking super quick. When shit's boring, we notice time slows down. Time dilates based on our energy and our awareness. So if we can put ourselves in this state of like time expands for me, I'm going to be here. I'm going to just like not focus on what I don't have and what's not happening and I'm going to focus on what I got and what I have and time starts to expand in wonderful ways for you. It's just... It's just something that adds, takes away a little extra pressure because, you know, I see clients like, oh, I need this by that point or I'm getting to this age and I don't have this relationship yeah. yet and, you know, and I should be here as opposed to where I am now at this age. And so there's a lot of pressure for a lot of us on time. I've felt it too. I feel it with like I mean, all oh, that's time. just conditioning of how we've been told to live as a society really because a lot of our things are based on time like whether that's your career of like you've got to do nine to five monday to friday and this kind of perception or you've got to have children before you're 35 you've got to get married and you've got to do that it's like we have this in us of how we should be living and if we're not living in accordance with that then discord gets created within us because we're like, oh, I'm not doing things right or I'm doing things wrong because I haven't met society's standards of how I should be or when I should achieve something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, this has been affecting me always for a long time, right? Like and, until you become aware of it that you're like, oh, I've actually got a bit of sovereignty here. I've got a bit of power in what I choose and how I want to create my life and, like, what does work for me of that societal conditioning and what doesn't work for me? I don't think we have to be conditioning free. I think we just have to have the right conditioning and the right conditioning can be a new belief. The right conditioning can be um, as simple as that. So if we have the right conditioning that supports our destiny, then what we don't need to worry about anything else. And so we have to be the person that reconditions ourselves. It's called reprogramming. Like we, we all know sort of that. If you do any subconscious work, it's like reprogramming the mind to support where you want to go. And that's mm-hmm. who who does who who can say you'll find no value in that? There mm-hmm. is every cent of value. It's totally. it's priceless. It's priceless. It's Karen. Well, it's priceless because you know ultimately everything is perceived through us. And so what happens if we're starting to perceive the things that are supporting us because we have program and conditioning that actually supports what we want to see. Like you want to see a certain, you know, pathway present itself, career, whatever, lifestyle. I want to see a certain lifestyle. Everyone wants a certain type of relationship, a certain type of 
job or career they want money they want less stress they want less anxiety they want you know maybe they want more wellness activities i'm like huge on wellness one of my big goals is to be like to be doing wellness like five times a week like doing stuff for myself like you know working a couple days or like you know a couple hours each day to like work my wellness it's funny crazy story just on that Hmm. i was out last night and i went to an event and we were at a a bar afterwards and whatnot and a couple of people came up was chatting with us that we didn't know and and someone said to me like oh how old are you and i said well how old do i do i look and it was these girls and they said how old are you and i was like oh well tell me how old i look and they were like oh 26 27 and and i was like whew damn i've had an easy life <laughs> so you know i'm 32 and i took that as a huge compliment but i also took that as like a sign of the work yeah. i'm not and i'm also do a lot of wellness stuff so like we do saunas mm-hmm. we like do green juices lemon water red light therapy massages healing fucking anything fucking chakra balancing whatever you whatever you got for my soul i, I will love do it, it. I love it. Oh, so much. And also the things, you know, like the things that are more woo-woo, giving myself time to do those as well. Like I really enjoy yeah. things. Like I love being with my cards, like playing with my Oracle cards and things like this. And for a while I went through like this thing of like the idea of like spirituality and how spirituality like doesn't have to be these things. And then I was like, right, so now I've got to get rid of them all. But it's like, well, no, like coming back to, yeah, it doesn't have to be all these things. And what is spiritual really is about who you're being and how you're showing up. And you still get to enjoy the things that bring you joy and bring you Mm. like this, this sense of satisfaction and connection to yourself, connection to the, to the path and stuff. And I think all of those things do that. Like all of those things bring you joy, bring you excitement. And it's also what you're talking about there. It's like programming yourself and to have these beliefs to serve the pathway that you want to experience. And at the same time, I'm also seeing this, like this other frequency of like, how would, how would God look at my life? Like how would the universe from this bird's eye point of view want to see the reality that I want to create? Look at what I'm experiencing right now and and what would that what would that frequency decide for how I show up Mm. and when you like look at your life like that you're taking away this kind of need to be anywhere and at the same time amplifying like the truest desires that are already within you right because Mm. you're not like you're not moving from what society what family what, what anyone expects of you or wants you to to do in your life Mm. you're moving from that deeper god essence that is already within you so it's like i I like to ask myself that question like how would how would god look at my life like how would Mm. what would i what would what would it take for me to show up in that frequency and to move from that place and i think then it's not so much about having to almost program those beliefs in place it's almost like there's just a natural kind of pull and you just you just walk it and you just and those things you don't need to understand like why you have a bit of doubts because they just fall away they like dissolve into that frequency mm-hmm. um, and i find I've, I've experienced this a few times where i'm just so connected that 
doubt isn't even a thing. Like these, they're not real. They're simply like illusions that don't exist within that frequency. And then, you know, when you come back and then it's about, okay, you hit a wall maybe that you can't move past and then it's okay, what beliefs do I need to align with myself now so that I can keep walking in this, this frequency? Mm, I love that. That's that ownership, eh? Uh-huh. Like that's that power when you start to fully come back into, okay, like my, where am I create? What am I creating? From? Like what space am I creating from? What energy am I creating from? That's really powerful stuff. Yeah. I am. Um, there's different levels of that, right? There is totally like you can see yourself sometimes creating from this, you know, lower frequency of like I need to get, be somewhere, I need to achieve this, I need to, do this. and then there's this space of like, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes there's no words to describe that space, right? Because it's so freaking powerful, and it's like when you're there, you're like, oh, nothing yeah. matters, and at the same time, everything does. Yeah, it's like I'm everything and I'm nothing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you know you ain't shit but you're also amazing at the same time it's like that's i think that's a big one too that hits is w- w- that's the biggest one is like it's like you've got to really it's really hard to let go for a lot of people what does letting go feel like for you like when you know that you've really like surrendered and really let go like how does that feel for you sometimes you know what happens sometimes and I, f- I find this experience i had it today at the gym where it's it's like an egoless state. I honestly think that's what letting go is. It's an egoless state. And I and I have these moments where I it's like it's so weird. It's like every part of me just evaporates. Um and it just comes over me in a flash and I can't explain it much more than that, but it basically feels like ultimate compassion. Mm-hmm. It's like compassion for everyone and everything. And then I get to see all of my shit in this just sort of distance. It's so bizarre. And I've been trying to figure out how to get people to that state. Um, <laughs> I, I sometimes don't know how I get there myself. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just happens and I'm like, how did, how did I wake up like this this morning? <laughs> yeah, it's a bizarre thing. And I'm sure it will present itself on how to help with that. Mm. Because for maybe it's not for others. Maybe it's just for me right now just to like to bring the power back into me. But I always think about this with other people that have a noticeable presence. You know, when some people come into the room and they have a noticeable presence or you have you know, that massively, almost... that you have a very strong presence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice to know. I, I wonder that, but I also am like, that's something that I can, cons- I, I like think about often is like, um, how, am, how is my energy walking into the room? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I can, you can tell when someone's walking through the room with dirty energy or like really like they've had some, you know, bad shit going down or they've got some really like negative energy, you feel it, eh? And yeah. you're also at the same time you feel like, you know, someone who is like a saint or someone who's a sage or someone who is a celebrity and they've sort of got this power in them that they have. And not everyone as a celebrity has that as well. No, it's not, it's not like because of who they are on the outside. It's because they've clearly like they have this recognition they know their power side yeah the recognition of that on the inside yeah and that could be anyone right it can it could literally be not necessarily but it could be like the school teacher down the road who has that presence as well yeah 
Yeah, it's so funny because you can read people a mile away. Like you, I read, I can tell people when they're in their ego. I can read people like an instant, and I can uh, how they're talking about themselves, how they talk about mm-hmm. others, how they talk about, you know, what they say to others, and you can just I'm reading people all the time. But then you, then there's people with presence. They just come in and they just listen. Yeah. Because I think about some people that I know who like come in to like prove a point or like come in and they want to be like make a statement or they want to yeah. come in and be like I need people to know me. And so they'll say and do all these things that, you know, try to reflect that attitude. I'm sorry, but that's just reminding me of our old shows that we used to do. <laughs> yeah. Fucking we had 100%. That energy, like a lot, like both of us needing to almost prove ourselves that we knew the stuff. And yeah, yeah. and it went to a whole new different energy, I think. As we evolved. And I feel like a lot of, uh, I've just been doing a lot of reflection on that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I'm really proud of how the work that I've done to get to where I'm at now. And it's just beginning. Like it's just, beginning. it's not like, <laughs> it's just scratching the surface and I'm, and I'm not, I'm seeing deep. I'm like seeing deeper. I'm showing up in a lot more fucking peace lately and more from this point of like, it's like, it is from a piece from like letting go. I'm like little, even little things of like little controlly things that I normally have these tendencies to do when I'm like in my house, I'll be like, okay, I've got to make sure this happens or that happens this way. <laughs> It's like I'm just letting go of that and be like, it's not a big uh, deal. I have so many of those things as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like for example, I have a chair that I like to sit on when I have dinner. It's like, <laughs> I want to sit on that chair. And it's like, if I see my housemate sit there, I'm like, uh, and you know, that's, today, a, pra- that's like, a perfect practice. Oh, it is so much. Go. Today, she was like, um, like she wanted to clean, like we have, we both taken turns to clean the house. And then, um, like normally we do it on a Sunday morning. She's like, oh, Emma, do you mind if I do it Monday afternoon? It's like me, that's like, mm, I really want to clean on Sunday and not Monday. But it's like surrender. And I was like, yeah, that's good. Like as long as it's, you know, we clean it in the week, like it doesn't matter. Like if it's one day difference. And it teaches me to let go of control, which was always one of my my things that, you know, a pattern that I really held within me, within a lot of us, right? The yeah. need to control, the need to hold yeah. on. And, that, and it comes up in the little things so that you can have those opportunities to release a little bit more. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when the big things come, it's not as need to control it because you've kind of like let that leave your system through these little things. And then I find, well, from my own experience, that then the big things don't have to come because you're paying attention to the little things that are being that are asking you to take those those moments to surrender, to take those moments to let go. And then something bl- big and blow up doesn't have to happen for you to release that, right? Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, man. The amount, this has been a big practice for me, and I've done it more consciously where I um, – those that situation that you talk about with the tape the, the table and like the chair <laughs> like i have little things like that and it's yeah. it's about le- when you say when we want to go to the next level we got to lean into those little moments and Thank be like you. okay well if surrender and letting go is a big thing for me and i preach it and i practice it then i'm going to let go of my habits and i did this for a big one as like i clean i'm a very clean and sort of particular person with things <laughs> Yeah. And Danielle has a different way of doing it. And it's not My in way. any part of the, it's no it's nowhere near in alignment with what how I do it. Yeah, I feel <laughs> so, so what happens is um I would 
uh, earlier on, early in the early days, I would nitpick and I would like constantly like pick her up on it. And it was just like a nag. Like it was just, mm-hmm. no one wants that shit in their house. No one wants that energy. Mm-hmm. And I always say, it's really nice to know how you show up inside, not just on the outside. So like in the uh, social media and all that, the integ- the strong integrity is there's no difference between how you show up online, how you show up in person than there is at home. Home mm-hmm. is the biggest work. Home is the biggest practice. Fuck and yeah. so... <laughs> I go in there and I'll be like, I don't That's need to control that. I lived on my that. own for two years because I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> and the more you avoid, the mm, bigger it gets. Totally. Yeah. You totally face good. that shit head on and I guarantee mm. you it'll try. And it can be as simple as that. Anyone listening, like if you've got a tendency yeah. or, or an OCD thing, I, I just slowly and surely do something that's slightly different to that. Yeah. And that's the practice of letting go. Totally. I think we're finishing up early today, aren't we? Yeah, I'm about to go cook a barbecue. Nice. I'm jealous, even though it's really hot here. It's 37 degrees here at the moment. Oof, wow. I know, I'm sweating. I can't wait to go and open the door when we get off this. (laughs) What a tough gig, eh? You got a nice summer day in Spain. Uh It's terrible. (laughs) um, We're in like 20 degrees and sunny. Yeah, because it's going Um, into your winter, right? It's winter and it's 20 degrees and sun and sunny. I love it. I love it. I love Australia. Jesus I miss it there. I miss it there. It's such a great, yeah. great place to be. Different anyway. culture for sure, but yeah. it's, it's cool. I don't miss the outback, that's for sure, or the soda farm. Oh, who does? <laughs> anyway, it's been an absolute Thanks, pleasure as always. everybody. See you later, my loves. Bye-bye. Good Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, You are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.